What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Mysterious Traveler. Operation Tomorrow. April 11th, 1950. Radio script. This is the Mysterious Traveler, inviting you to join me Another journey into the realm, strange and thrilling, terrifying and terrifying. Hope you enjoy the trip. Will thrill you a little, chill you a little. So settle back, get a good grip of your nerves, and be comfortable. If you can be can, as we journey through young with the young scientists of the unknown future story, I call Operation Tomorrow. The story begins a scientific laboratory cut out of solid rock. Many feet underneath New York City University. Mr. Mays Electronic Apparatus. Professor Wilmer Welcome. Relay smoke pipes like a man. In making methodical methodical tests. Aided by his new sister, Fred Andrews. Beeping. Malcolm. The main apart coils seem to be working the way they should you read, read, read the meters, Fred? Andrews, yes, Professor. I wish I knew what we were doing. Megan, well, you will in a few seconds, my boy. And wind up alarm clock, put it here on this lead table, sent to the magnetic field. And is this our old alarm clock? Malcolm, yes. Winding and ticking of a clock. Andrews, hit there. Oh, wait, it's, a, it's an electric magnetic field. Now what? Malcolm, now I'm going to turn on the current. You give me the readings as we go along. Andrew's right, sir. Malcolm, here we go. Beeping and begins an increase in frequency. Numbers come up. Malcolm, the readings, please. Andrew's 1,000 volts positive. Main input 2. 1,500. 2,000. 3. 4. 5. Six, seven, eight thousand, nine, ten thousand. Malcolm. All right, we've reached critical voltage. Now watch the clock closely, Fred. And the clock, yes, sir. Light's getting a little hazy. Hard to see. Now it's transparent, as if it was made of glass. What is this, Professor? Malcolm, patience, my boy. Watch and observe. This, that's the scientist's motto. Andrews, the tick's getting fainter. They now, the clock is disappearing, Professor. Clock has vanished. Megan, so it has gone completely. Andrews, but, but where? Don't tell me you've discovered the secret visibility. Megan, oh, something bigger than that, Fred. But watch now, I'm going to cut off this alpha tubes. Now cut in the beta tubes. They'll give us a negative charge and reverse the magnetic field. Hey, Fred? Andrews, yes, sir. Madam, here we go. Reading, please. Andrews, 2,000 volts negative. 3,000 volts negative. 4,000. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10,000 volts negative. Madam, good. I'm holding the field at 10,000. Now watch where the clock was. Andrews, watching, sir. Good Lord, I see a ghost of a clock there. Just a misty outline. Now it's becoming clearer and clearer. It's transparent. Now it's almost solid. Why? I can hear it ticking again. Malcolm, there, it's back. 
Yes, Fred, the clock is back. As you can hear, it's still in good working order. Andrew, but where was it? Where did it go? Malcolm, where did it go? It went to the future. Andrews, into the future? Malcolm, yes, my boy. A clock was just penetrated and props me. One year into the future. You witnessed the demonstration something that up to now has always been considered a fantastic idea dream time travel. Andrews, good Lord, Malcolm. Well, that's enough for today. You're coming home with me, Fred, while I tell you my plans. Andrews, how did you stumble into the time travel effect, sir? Malcolm, well, came about almost by sheer accident. I am purpose, which is a top secret operation developed by electronic controls, weapons, atomic base spaceships. Andrews, you mean you, they've been developed? Malcolm, no, not yet, but it shouldn't be long now. Time to make incredible, incredibly rapid advances. Sometimes it worries me. And travel so fast, there's a danger of collision. And yes, I know, we're all of us worried about the world. It's headed for a quadratic disaster. There doesn't seem to be anything we can do about it. Malcolm, perhaps there is. That's what I've been working around. I tell you, Fred. And as well, what, Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, well, this time. Try and effect. This time, travel effect. And I stumbled upon accidentally. I've kept it secret. The only person besides myself I know about to know about it. And a flatty sir. Malcolm, I know I can trust you. I need your help. I'm not sure we're really ready for time travel. As you are just saying, we're going to be gone so fast now. So many discoveries. What? But we don't know how to handle the work for the world. And we don't know how to handle for the world's good. I hesitate to add one more little one to the list. Andrew, you think I understand. Malcolm, on the other hand, maybe this could be used for mankind's benefit. Have a wild scheme, Fred. The very specific and yet. Andrew, what is it, Professor? Malcolm, well, it's this. I propose to send you a little jaunt in the future. Andrew's into the future. In, into the future? Malcolm, yes. I want you to bring back information. I want to find out what's in store for us mortals in the 20th, of the 20th century. Fred? If it's a bad war, perhaps just know me about it. Peace of advancement any make may make it possible to prevent it. Do you follow me? And as it would be like knowing in advance about a train wreck, and then seeing what it, that it doesn't happen. I am can I know you understand. That's why I sent for you. As soon as we completed our test, I suppose to send you back through time one hundred years into the future. The traveller for days and weeks, and when Andrews, Professor Malcolm have experimented, so be sure it would be possible to send a human being back into the future, bringing him back safely. At last, they're ready for the big test, the actual transformation of Fred himself through time. Andrews, Professor, I'm ready. I'm ready. Why are you hesitating? Malcolm, well, Fred, seems to be working, suspicion growing in my mind. And what suspicion, sir? Malcolm, I don't think this is going to work. Andrews, Professor, we spent dozens of, uh, uh, we sent dozens of objects into the future, brought them back, even live live animals, dogs, cats, dogs. Oh yes, but they've never brought back an object for the future itself. I mean, one we don't, didn't send them there. Andrews, but no, that's true. Malcolm, then what? And I wonder if, well, no matter, we see, no, and remember, gather all the information you can. 
get back to this spot in six hours from now. I've activated the return field. Then bring you back to 1915. Andrews, yes, sir. I'll go with my best. Malcolm, I guess. That's all. Good luck, sir, my boy. Andrews, thank you, sir. Beeping begins. Malcolm, 5,000 volts. Positive 6,000 volts. You feel? How do you feel? Andrews, I feel fine, sir, Professor. Malcolm, 8,000 volts. Nine, ten thousand critical voltage. You're beginning to move forward into time. Getting transparent now. Can you hear me? And mechanically, I'm far off. Yes, Professor Malcolm, I hear you. But you sound very far away. I can't see you any longer. I seem to be in the middle of fog and mist. Now I'm just surrounded by blackness. I can't hear or see anything. Madam, he's gone. Hey, heaven. He had comes back safely. Mysterious traveller. A long time, Fred Andrews. Felt as if he was feeling dizzily through the empty darkness. Then the feeling passed. He curiously opened his eyes to find himself standing in an empty room, a body which he had just left a hundred years ago. And steadily he crossed the room with a difficulty. He opened the door. He grasped. Outside was a maze of corridors and hallways, briefly lighted, briefly lighted, as his whole city had been carved out of rock and atonite. He stood there. Someone came walking swiftly past him and trapped a girl in a full military uniform. Andrews, I beg your pardon? French, yes. Andrews, but can you tell me, French, what are you doing here? Andrews, I. French, this section is forbidden to civilians. Andrews, forbidden to civilians? Don't get it. French, how did you get past the guards? Why are your identification papers? Andrews, identification? Well, wait a minute. Since when does American citizen have to carry some French papers? French, ever since the wall side. And you know quite well. Put your hand your hands. Andrew the gun. Now look, now look, miss. You don't have to threaten me. I'm harmless. French, stand still. I want to see you're carrying a weapon. And as well, satisfied. The only weapon I have the fountain pen. French, what's your name? Andrews, Frederick Andrews, PhD. French, your draft code, please. Andrew's draft card? Look, what's got all this about? War? Draft cards? They've been to get papers. All these tunnels be dug up here? I'm a stranger here. French, I don't know what you're up to, but no one could be that ignorant. You're not, you're not coming with me. See, Colonel Phillips. Andrew's Colonel Phillips? French, he's a security officer on Earth sector. Certainly hope you have a good story to tell him. Fetch so your story, Mr. Andrews. You come from the Vienna 1950. You must realize this very convincing tale, French. Completely unconvincing, is my opinion, Colonel. And as well, it's an only story I have. I was born in 1923 in the 1950. Professor Will Welcome of City University sent me to the future. Now I'm here, and oh, I forgot to ask the date. French is April 10th, 2050. And exactly 100 years, Professor Malcolm's calculation accurate to almost a minute. French Colonel, it's my opinion, the man's a very clever spy. And he's a spy, but look at that 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 stuff you took. My pockets, notebook, building bee, my driver's license, dated 1950, as coins and bills and cigarettes. The cigarettes, surely they convince you. I come from 100 years ago. Face, I think we can settle the question, Mr. Andrews. The technical department can tell you whether... Currency is a gentleman, approximately how old it is. Lieutenant French, French, yes, sir. Fitz, send all these things to the paramedic through to the technical department. 
Ask them for immediate report, French. I have a report with you in half an hour. Fitz, when the report comes, Mr. Andrews, I know, you, I know how to handle your case. If you've got a spy, you will know the penalty. Andrews, well, I'm not worried, Colonel. Now, may I ask you a few questions? Are you at war? Fitz, we are indeed at war. Andrews, I know, I know as well as the tunnels of sea. Cut out all the sudden rock. Fitz, this is... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. was treated on the ground, Mr. Ventura. That one lives on the surface now. And good Lord, how long has the war been going? Fates, we've been at, we've been at war, Andrew. Mr. Andrews, on and off. Course of history periods in between uh, both sides of Sealed, I said that for 95 years. And as well, this at last. Hello, Professor French. Attempt French. French, I'm sorry, Mr. Andrews, that we had to keep you locked up until you were clear. And does that mean you believe my story now? French, let me visual. Technical division says your story is true. Andrews, is true. Uh, free now? French, well, not exactly, Mr. Andrews. It's a military sector. It's a military sector of civilian. But am I. Be, I'll be your guide for the time being. And it's good. Then suppose I call you Emily, and you could call me Fred. Fred, all right, Fred. Andrews, there's a good deal I want to see and learn before. Go back to 1950. French, go back? You mean you can return? And of course, Professor Malcolm, return on his gadget. Bring me back at five o'clock. French, it's only three hours. I have to report this to Colonel Matthews. Uh, after I've reported, what we'd like to do? Andrews, I'm anxious to see what's going on. I'd like to collect a number of books with the latest scientific historical data. Take them back with me. French, yes, all right. I'll phone the colonel. Then I'll show you around. French, Fred, here's the piloting room for the flying bomb attack. And good lord, it's big as a theatre. And it's dark. What the big bulb with the lights on it? That's a chart bulb with records of every cause, every flying bulb. Been a thousand miles of American territory. Voice one. Self guided missile entry and detection over Greenland, General Course South, Southwest Voice two. The other plotted, send us interceptor rockets when he reaches zone four. Voice one, yes, sir. Vertical gate 34, 35. Successful intercepted at defense zone four. French, now you see, French, two lights went, just went down. Out. Seems, means we've. Send up destroyer rockets. We put the bomb down. Voice one, rocket bombs. 39 to 21, of a of intersection at zero three, zero three. by two intersection server at zone two, to be prepared. Use inspector, interceptor L, 100 at zone one. French O, 100 is our new top secret interceptor. Fred, hardly anyone knows how it works. But it, it never fails, Andrews. Four more lights went out then. French, uh-huh. Here goes the report. Voice one, last four rockets successful intercepted. Voice two, Roger that. French, well, Fred, what do you think of the modern warfare? And it's, oh, it's horrifying. Everyone has to, he seems to 
Take so clumsy, French. You can't get excited when the thing has lasted almost a hundred years on and off. And it's late night. That late, number 25, is still on a moving French. It should have been destroyed by now. They do, you suppose? Voice one, rocket. Number 25, 25, eluded French. Scepter and attacked by L100. French, it has. It can't have. Report 2. Report 25, please. Voice 1. Detection base. Fran throw 3. Reports. Number 25. Apparently, you stop. Rocket non metallic instruction. Able to battle in cut sighting. Machinery up at L100. Voice 2. Operator. Order my technical crew. The search of fragments after the hits. Send general warning to the eastern sub- south seaboard area. Give piloted strike prediction. Voice one, very good, sir. All personnel in eastern districts will personnel bomb strikes in 10 seconds. Predatory area, bomb strikes you in 5 seconds. 4 seconds. Bomber strikes you in 3 seconds. 2 seconds. 1 second. Close voice one. All personnel bomb. Straight over. French. All right, Fred. I'll take you to the ruins of room next. You'll see for yourself what he said he looks like in the year 2050. French. Attendant French. Reporting back with Mr. Andrews, sir. Fred, it's very good, Lieutenant. Well, Mr. Andrews, have you had a good look around? As yes, sir. Solo City for television viewing screens. But it's not quite the city you left, is it? And it's all—it's unbelievable. The acres twisted steel and unfolding stone, and skeletons of giant buildings lying across one another, rustics like the end of the world. But it's not quite, perhaps not even the end of civilization. Man is an adaptable creature. And is, are, you, are you winning, sir? Fitz, nobody wins a war anymore, Sanders. Oh, no, but only hope that when the end comes, there'll be peace, nerve forever. Andrews, but how did it start, sir? We're trying so hard to vent the war back in the 1950. In fact, one reason for my trip was in time, into time was to get information that might help us keep war from breaking out. Phillips, Lieutenant French, you'd. Why don't we think of that? Why didn't we think of that? French, think of what, sir? Phillips, it's where you If the war of 1950, sh- no, well, the world of 1950 knows the truth. Maybe it wouldn't happen. Neither they could prevent the accident. Accident. It's that started all this back in 1955. Or at least I know they know the truth. But it does happen. French, of course, sir. So Esther Andrews can take the true story back to the head with him. And what story? Don't follow you. French, friend, friend. You know, asked him, you asked him in a war safe. Andrews, yes. French, it started because of an accident over the jittery world. Fitz, yes, my boy, it's horrible irony. French, French, listen. But listen, during the 1950s, with the government of special assignment based in the heart of it was Arizona desert, a little town called Red Rock. And it's a Red Rock, it's Arizona. And Fred, French, yes, that's right. The first space rocket was put into production there. And what was pushed on, pushed on the problem, pushed on the problem of fuel. But it's during the course of the experiment, explosion occurred late in the 1955. French, this was a terrific blast by that whole base of the first reports of solar charge. The enemy had blown up the base because they were afraid we were on the verge of getting fights. 
fence before the truth became known. I used to be screaming for a retaliation. Enemy came picking up Anarchy, so I had to strike first and phase out one of the war was on. When we scaled the blast, we really accident. It's too late to stop Andrews. That's horrible, sir. War, because everybody just was too dreadfully fence, but it does have to be, does it? Don't you see? You take it back the true story before it happens. It doesn't have to happen. Now look, I've assembled a dozen books for you. Information in them will enable you scientists to vent the blast at Red Rock Banks, French. Now, Fred, you've got to get the facts back to them. You have to got to. And as I will, believe me, Professor Malcolm, I will see to it that this war does not start in our time. Fred, it's good. Well, come along. You're only five minutes more. And is this is the exact spot where I was lying when I came through trying to venture Colonel Phillips. Face it was only thirty seconds more. If only you said faces more, Andrews. Remember press the lesson. Oh accident of Red Rock on the world. Those these books. Hold them close to you and they'll go back so they can go back with you. And yes, sir, there. I've got a good grip on them. Fred, French Fred? And yes, Emily. French, oh, just good luck. And French, maybe I'll pay you another visit in 2050. French, I hope so. French says for 1600. Professor Malcolm is on the line, on time. Beeping begins. French, look, Colonel. He's getting transparent. Now he's disappearing. And we're currently in the far off. Goodbye, Emily. I guess is it. I hope to see you again sometime. French, but sir, the books, they aren't disappearing. They're as solid as ever. Fred, Fred, Andrews, what? I can hardly hear you. Everything's agreeing. Missy, you still there, Emily? You're still there? French, the books, Fred. Andrews, Andrews, you're coming back with the books. They're staying here. Malcolm is apparently appearing. You're turning. Thank heaven it's safe. Fred, my boy. Fred, what's the matter? You're staring at me as if you didn't know me. Here, Fred, let me help you up. It's I, Professor Malcolm. And Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, yes, don't tell me, don't tell me you don't remember. And it's Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, yes, Fred, what's the matter? And it's my head. Feels so funny. Can't seem to remember who you are or what happened to me. What am I doing here? Malcolm, well, Fred, who are you? And it's go, oh, Professor Malcolm, it's good to see you, sir. Malcolm, I can't tell you how I've been blaming myself ever since the experiment. And oh, nonsense. And suffered any harm, just a blank piece of my mind. Can't stand it. You suppose this moment failed? Malcolm, well, you were gone for six hours somewhere. That's all I know. Fred, if you didn't get did get to 25, five, Fred, and it's yes, sir. Malcolm, well, I have a theory that blow that can move from past to future. It's impossible anything belonging to in the future to move into the past. The structure of time travel, time itself prevents that. And I see, Malcolm, so if, if they did try to bring back any books or papers, they stay behind. And his own, oh, you must be right. Malcolm, you can't remember because nothing that you didn't take with you could come back with you. Even including sensory impressions of your brain cells that are very active returning. Why don't you manage Andrews? Maybe it went out again. They could find it some way around the problem. It must be some way, sir. Malcolm. Not now, Fred. I'm dropping the whole subject for the time being and transfer to a new assignment. 
You're coming with me, Ben Andrews. Well, what's that assignment, sir? Malcolm, all the spaceships and such now we concentrated in a new base are being developed. You and I going out there to help develop fuel. They'll take a rocket to the moon. Andrews, see, where is the base, Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, oh, someplace in the west. I believe it's called Red Rock, Arizona. And Red Rock? That means it seems awfully familiar to me. I wonder why. Mysterious Traveller, this is the Mysterious Traveller. Well, time travel doesn't seem it to be all it's been. All it's been painted. Especially if you don't remember what's happened when you get back. You have, aren't worried about the future, are you? You know that tonight's a story. Couldn't possibly happen. Or could it? Well, you have to get it up, get off now. I'm, go- I'm sorry, but I'm sure we meet again. I'm sure the same train. I can't do the same train. At the same time, the same time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.